to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. Today is March 10th, 2023, and for this week's episode, I'm going to talk about a couple backlist titles related to the week's new releases. So hello, everyone. Here I am. I'm very excited. I've been reading a lot of backlist this year. Uh, I have a little more uh, time in my work reading, so I've just been like showering my brain with comfy backlist middle grade reads and some other things that I've always wanted to get to. And it has been fantastic. Uh, I'm about to start the Firefly tie-in novels, which because I'm me, I own all of, but have not read. But I did just rewatch Firefly and Serenity to get ready for it. I'm very excited about that happening. I'm excited about what I'm going to talk about today. But first, we are going to hear from a sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by The Dial Press, publishers of The Prospects by KT Hoffman. The pressure cooker of minor league baseball leads to major chemistry in this exhilarating, sexy, and triumphant Rivals to Lovers debut romance. Gene Ionescu is the first openly trans player in professional baseball. He has nearly everything he's ever let himself dream of. That is, until Luis Estrada, Gene's former teammate and current rival, gets traded to the Beavers. Now, Gene and Louise can't manage a civil conversation off the field or a competent play on it, but in the close confines of dugout benches and roadie buses, they begrudgingly rediscover a comfortable rhythm. As the two grow closer, the tension between them turns electric and their chemistry spills past the confines of the stadium. So this is one of the first adult rom-coms published by a major publishing house centering a gay trans man by a gay trans man. It also has ADHD and anxiety representation and some joyful, heartfelt moments. Make sure to check it out. And thanks again to The Dial Press, publishers of The Prospects by KT Hoffman for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Harper Horizon, publisher of Walk, Ride, Paddle. Walk, Ride, Paddle is a captivating memoir of Senator Tim Kaine's physical journey through the Virginia wilderness, but it is also a unique and ultimately optimistic perspective on these pivotal moments in history, offering inspiration, wisdom, and hope. With immediacy and honesty, Kane pulls back the curtain to reveal his inner thoughts during such monumental times. And Kane's storytelling gift and wise observations offer a fascinating glimpse into the mind of a seasoned politician and outdoor enthusiast. Walk, Ride, Paddle is available everywhere audiobooks are sold on April 9th. It is narrated and written by Tim Kaine, Virginia senator and former Democratic vice presidential candidate. It's a compelling account of one man's journey across hundreds of miles of Virginia wilderness and a moving testament to the optimistic spirit of America. So make sure to check out Walk, Ride, Paddle by Tim Kaine. And thanks again to Harper Horizon, publisher of Walk, Ride, Paddle, for sponsoring this episode. All right, so... I also want to mention that we have a new newsletter. You can subscribe to Book Riot's newest newsletter, The Deep Dive, and get exclusive content delivered to your inbox. If you're looking for fascinating stories, informed takes, useful advice, and more from experts in the world of books and reading, you can subscribe and choose your membership level today at bookriot.substack.com. It's hard to say sometimes. Bookriot.substack.com. You'll find out about publishing and books from experts, also experiences as readers and book curators, and some research on lesser-known histories to illuminate and inspire book lovers. It's just $5 a month, and you get this deep-dive edition of the newsletter to your inbox twice a month. 
But if you're on the fence and you need some time to, before making the commitment, a free subscription will get you the Splash Pad, which rounds up some of our experts' recommended reading and bookish lifestyle goods monthly. So go to bookriot.substack.com to find out more. So for my first pick today, I actually chose a book. Um, I'm guesting on the Red or Dead podcast this week, and I chose middle grade mysteries as the theme, selfishly, because I wanted to read a whole bunch of them because I've just been enjoying them so much. I've actually kind of been looking for that thing to fill the Nevermore void because I love the Nevermore series by Jessica Townsend, and they just keep getting delayed. Like, it was supposed to come out last fall, now maybe this fall. I'm waiting for the fourth book. I love that series so much. Nevermore, N-E-V-E-R-M-O-O-R. So much fun. And so I've been looking for something kind of like that, and I did find this really fun series. It's called Malamander, The Legends of Erie on Sea by Thomas Taylor and illustrated by Tom Booth. This is a sort of unfortunate series of events meets the Adams Family meets, uh, I don't even know, the Westing game a little bit. It like takes place at a hotel. It's about a young man named Herbert Lemons. He is 12 years old. He works as the curator of the Lost and Found collection at this hotel in Cheery on the Sea. It's actually Cheery on the Sea, but in the off season, the fog rolls in and covers up the C and H on the sign, so they call it Eerie on Sea. And it, he's worked here since he was a baby. One day he washed up on the shore in a basket of lemons. Nobody knows where he came from, but the proprietor of the hotel gave him the job working in the Lost and Found. So he sits in his little cubby all day and people bring him things and he tries to find their owners. And if he can't, they go on a shelf and they're organized and then he sleeps in the basement at night. Uh, and one of the perks of the job is that if something has been at the hotel for over a century, he gets to take it home. So, woohoo! Uh, so he's been doing this for a long time. And one day, a young woman climbs through his basement window. She's being pursued by a man with a hook for her hands. It's a scary pirate guy. And it turns out she's also 12. Her name is Violet. And when she was a baby, she was found in one of the rooms in the hotel where Herbert works. Her parents disappeared. All they found were their shoes by the water, and nobody knows what happened to them. But there is this legend of this thing that lurks in the fog called the Malamander, which is like some kind of fish man thing with sharp teeth. No one's really seen it, but it's kind of like their Loch Ness Monster story. And, you know, they sort of use it to build tourism. So Violet comes to Herbert because she thinks he can help her find out what happened to her parents because he's an expert at finding lost things. He thinks otherwise. But all these weird things start happening as soon as she shows up. Um, and they have all these adventures trying to look for clues. Uh, there's a, a half monkey, half merman scary thing uh, at the bookstore that gives book recommendations, which it obviously sounds like I'm going to have to sue for using my likeness. And there's a sinister author who lurks around. There's a woman who spends her days combing the beach and finding all kinds of weird things. It's just, it's really fun. There's all these adventures and they're going to have to try to find out what happened. I really enjoyed it. Like I had like that, just like, like kind of weird feel that I was looking for. There's also two more books in the series, which you won't be surprised to find out I have. And there's a fourth one coming in April, I think. And I, I don't know, it's either the third one or the new one. We're going to possibly find out why Herbert washed up in a basket of lemons. I'm very excited for all of this. This one is Malamander, The Legends of Erie on Sea by Thomas Taylor and illustrated by Tom Booth. 
My other pick for today is Cinderella is Dead by Kaylin Bayron. Now, Kaylin Bayron is the author of My Dear Henry, which is out today. It's a Jekyll and Hyde retelling. Also the author of The Vanquishers, this really fun middle grade novel, which I might have talked about on the show last when it came out. Also This Poison Heart and its sequel. And Bayron has a book coming uh, in a few months called You're Not Supposed to Die Tonight, which is like a YA horror novel. Very excited about that. Just got my hands on it. Cinderella is Dead is Bayron's debut. It's a queer update on the Cinderella story, but like literally Cinderella story because it takes place in a world where Cinderella existed. She met the prince, there's the shoe calamities, happily ever after, yada, yada, yada. Now it's 200 years later and the girls in this kingdom are still held up to her princess-like standards and expected to have their their happily ever afters. There is a ball held each year where the girls are presented to the eligible princes and the princes get to choose who they want to marry. And the girls really, really hope that they get chosen. They really hope that there's going to be a match because the girls who are not chosen disappear after the ball and nobody knows what happens to them. They're never heard from again. So it's bleh. The young women in this kingdom are angry about the sexist, misogynistic system especially Sophia. Sophia is in love with her best friend, Aaron, uh, but she's being forced to attend this ball and be chosen by a prince, hopefully. Uh, So instead, she flees the event and hides in Cinderella's mausoleum while she decides what she's going to do next. And there she meets Constance. Constance is the last descendant of Cinderella. And after they get to talking, Sophia and Constance decide that they are going to bring down the ball and the sexist laws and everything it stands for Armed with Constance's knowledge of Cinderella's real story, they're hoping to rewrite history. This is really fun. It's really smart. You know, I love retellings. I love that it's a thing that happens all the time, even if it's just like, we're just going to take this character and, and redo it with this or see what happens if somebody did this instead of this. Like, I just think that's that's really fun. And it just gives us so many more amazing books to read. Um, this one is Cinderella is Dead by Kaylin Bayron. And for my dealer's choice today, I just quickly wanted to mention Cursed Princess Club by Lambcat. All one word, Lambcat. So this is a comic. Uh, The first volume came out at the beginning of January. I read it and just loved it. Like, I was like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. I don't think I could love another comic this much this year. Uh, And then I read the second volume, which is even better, which is coming out in July. And it turns out that it's actually, you can read the entire thing, plus a whole new bunch of comics uh, on Webtoon. It's sort of taking, like, the princess trope, the kingdom and everything, like we were just talking about in Cinderella, um, and turning it on its head. Um, When the first volume opens, we're in the pastel kingdom. There is a king, and he lives with his three daughters, and the mother is is missing. She supposedly died. Nobody knows what happened to her. And the king is very protective of his daughters because all the princes want to marry them. And two of the daughters are like the most beautiful girls in all the lands. And the other princess, Gwendolyn, is not. Um, She is, is not. She is plain. And in the comics, her skin is green. And people say very unkind things about her. Not her sisters or her father, but um, other people. And the king has decided that it's time to 
like sort of join up with another kingdom and what's the best way to do that but through royal marriages and so he's decided that he's going to marry his three daughters off to the three princes of the plaid kingdom uh, but the prince who is lined up with Gwendolyn the green princess she overhears him talking about how she's really ugly and she runs away because you know she feels like she's going to ruin everything for her father and she's also like really hurt and she runs through the forest and she comes upon this weird building and she meets this group of people called the Cursed Princess Club. It's all these princesses and a prince who are living in the middle of nowhere, hiding from the world because they've had curses put on them. You know, one of them turns into a bird when she gets stressed out. Uh, The prince is an outcast because he can't grow a beard and so he's made fun of all the time. One of them is missing her eyes. Um, It's just like all these weird things. And Gwendolyn thinks that maybe maybe this is really where she belongs. So is she going to go back? She doesn't know. But it's so much fun. When I first started reading it, I was like, oh, is this going to be like, oh, you know, let's turn Gwendolyn into like a beautiful woman and everyone's going to love her and gross. It's not. It takes like those princess tropes and turns them on their head. They also, the princesses also have a brother named Jamie who is the most beautiful person in all the lands. Like he sparkles when he walks, like leaves sparkles all over everyone. And he doesn't like to keep his clothes on. He like... He likes to sleep naked, and they're forever trying to get him to stay dressed, and they use, like, the little blocks like you see on TV when people are naked in all the in all the panels. It's, it's really funny. Um, and the outcasts are really funny, and it just kind of looks at the sexism of princesses and beauty standards, and it just gets sillier and sillier as it goes along. Like, I'm just so, so enamored of it. There's in the second in the second volume, there's a group of princes who are just really awful and they think that they're entitled to a princess and nobody wants them and they're called the princelles, which is just genius. And it's really fun. Um, so you can find the first volume now and the second volume in July, or you can go to Webtoon uh, and read all of the available cartoons right now. Plus, there's music that plays while you while you read them. I know because I've I've gone and read them again. Uh, and this is Cursed Princess Club by Lambcat. And that's all the excitement I have for one day. So thank you to our sponsor. Be sure to check out the deep dive at bookriot.substack.com. Thank you to our awesome audio editor, Jen Zink. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. And if you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever it is that you get your podcasts so that other book lovers can find us and find out about princess books and princess comics and all kinds of fun stuff. And if you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books, you can catch me on Instagram at Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday to tell you about the week's great new releases. And for more recs or general bookishness, check out bookriot.com. And don't forget to check out our full stable of podcasts at bookriot.com slash listen, or just search Book Riot on your podcast player of choice. Have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading. <laughs>